Hi, and welcome back once again to Spirituality with a Spin. I'm your host, Ryan Keyes. Wow, it's been a while. It has been a while. So what is this show about? This show is about shifting your reality right now, where we're going to have real talk on topics to give you tools for total transformation, basically a common sense approach to creating love, excitement, and clarity during your conscious awakening, and to give that spirituality our own spin. Thank you, and I will see you inside. This is going to be an awesome episode. Peace, light, and love. I just want to say thank you, everybody. I took the long way around to get back where I needed to be, and right now, that's what I know. I am here with Spirituality of the Spin. It's been quite a bit of time, um, a huge amount of space in between the last episode of Spirituality of the Spin. There's been a lot of things I've tried in between. Uh, nothing really rang true to me. So if you're tuning in or if you've listened to me a long time ago, we're ready to get going and start to talk up again. We're ready to start teaching ourselves to increasing the vibe inside of us and increase our, increase our tribe. I would like to say first, before I embark on this, um, I found this really interesting article. It's called 10 Tips for Healthy Relationships. I myself, um, even though I've been a love coach, a counselor, um, help people save their marriage, it's so easy to speak it or to teach it, but it's much harder to be it and to do it. So I am coming at this from a place of you can know everything. You can know a lot of things. But unless you really get to know yourself, it's not going to matter. You're not going to be able to, to snap out of it, to get past the, the hurdles, the obstacles that are holding you back from a better life. And I don't want to say that your life's not great. And I have a great life. I've got a lot of things in my life which are very meaningful. But I've done a lot of crazy shit in my life, too. I've, I've gone down the rabbit hole from time to time. I've said some off-the-wall stuff. I've hurt people along the way. People have hurt me along the way. And all you can do is apologize and let it go. But it's all growth. And once we get to that place, I know I've been teaching on my Patreon class. I'm a teaching tier every Sunday talking about the basics of telepathy. I've even put it on YouTube. There is this element inside of us that really responds to love and long, longs for love. And um, we're going to talk about that over a few shows, a few episodes, to really start to awaken that. And I'm going to get as naked as I can, as vulnerable as possible, and, and just let you all know that um, I, I can give you the tools to help save your marriage. But man, if I was in that seat, I don't know, I probably would be in the same place. Because it's very hard to practice what you preach. And um, that's my quest at this moment is to be able to put into play everything that I know, everything that I help other people do, so that I myself can actually start to have that, the depth that I've helped so many people acquire. And um, it's a learning experience. So don't be too hard on yourself. Give yourself grace, forgiveness. Realize that nothing is perfect and never was supposed to be. And the, actually the only thing that was perfect is Everything happened with a purpose, and that's made you who you are right now. And once you realize you don't need closure, you don't need karma to come to your aid, everything behind you was as it should be, then you find this wealthy place, this wealthy place of awareness, and it's healthy. And that's who we want to be. 
So looking into this article, 10 tips for healthy relationships. Um, I'm just going to read you the first part of this, and then we'll cover each topic um, our own way, like the spirituality of the spin style. So healthy relationships have been shown to increase our happiness and improve health and reduce stress. Studies have shown that people with healthy relationships have more happiness and less stress. Well, holy hell, of course. (laughs) There are basic ways to make relationships healthy, even though each relationship is different. These tips apply to all kinds of relationships, friendships, work, and family relationships, and romantic partnerships. Well, for those of you that are listening to this that have been struggling with any of those, sit back, relax, grab yourself a cup of tea, And let's try to co-create right now and we'll collaborate into this space and create happiness. And maybe we'll get some insight that will help all of us. So number one way is to keep expectations realistic. I want you to sit with that for a second. I want you to think about what you've thrown out there, what you've put out there, what you've put, like that uh, mark that you've put to hit, right? That target. Are you keeping your expectations realistic? It's not Everything you want needs to be at a particular level, right? Um, If you think about it, healthy relationships mean accepting people as they are and not trying to change them, but also not changing too much of yourself to be tied to somebody. Because if you lose yourself to find love, ultimately, it's not going to last. So there's a fine line that we all have to kind of partake. So the other thing is talk with each other. And that's what we're doing right now. We're sitting here two by two, shoulder to shoulder, discussing this topic. It can't be said enough that communication is essential to the success of healthy relationships. Take the time to really be there. You can hear it even in my voice. When I sit down or I settle down, And I'm sitting here and I'm opening up myself with all my cracks and breaks and uh, disappointments, trying to be present so that you can really hear me, not judge me, but hear me, the whole me, the whole you. Because all of us are imperfect. All of us have hurt people. All of us have done things that we wish we hadn't. All of us have said things that we wish we could take back at a time. And to take that time to really be there, to really be aware, and then to genuinely listen, right? Not interrupting, not starting with what you need to say next, not jumping from topic to topic, but really snuggling down and listening to what somebody has to say. And try to fully understand their perspective. To understand. To sit down and not to feel that what somebody has to say is is not worthy of your time. But to give them that honor, that respect. Even if you don't feel they deserve it. It's a good lesson in, in love to still try to understand somebody even if you don't agree. And I feel that we lack that a lot today. And then to ask questions, right? You want to show your interest. You want to ask about their feelings and opinions and interests and their experiences. You want to 
ask them and engage. You don't want to just sit there like a bump on a log and be like, oh yeah, hey, that's great. Thank you for sharing. Wow. You want to be engaged. And isn't that the idea? Isn't that interrelationship? And then to, I mean, the studies show it's a sealed deal to share information. Sharing information helps a relationship not only to, to start, to flourish, and to maintain, but to develop a deeper commitment and deeper connection over time. And I've been afraid of deep relationships. Uh, and, you know, and I, I often like to blame it on my childhood. I like to blame it on the uh, elusive, <laughs> but I got left behind. <laughs> you know, but that's only hurting myself. So these ideas, these aspects, if you involve these in your communication style, you're actually assisting yourself. You're, you're in essence, giving yourself a full shot, right? You're not shutting it off before it gets to where it needs to go. But I will say, TMI, too much info. Don't overwhelm people too much personal information too soon. I talk about that in my book, Putting the Soul Back in Soulmates. If you haven't picked that up on Amazon, you can pop over there and you can check out an audible version, which is inexpensive. Another thing that will help you in relationships is to be flexible. It's natural to feel uneasy about change, especially these days. But healthy friendships, relationships, they allow for change and growth, which also means they allow for somebody to leave you. They allow for release. They allow for closure. They allow for growth. Sometimes a relationship really doesn't last as long as you might think, and that flexibility is that you let people grow and develop as they need. And then they take care of yourself too, right? So what do you bring to the table? Are you serving an empty plate to somebody that sits down at your house or are you, are you filling it up? Do you have something to bring to the table, right? Are you taking care of yourself? Because the relationship starts within the self. And, you know, there has to be room for both people. There has to be room for both people's needs. It's not a compromise to know what someone else needs and to know that you can provide that or vice versa, Right? That's not compromise. That's called compassion, concern, commitment. And then to be dependable. That's a big one. I feel full stop on that one, right? I'm pretty dependable, but I do have my moments where I detach and I get distant and uh, I use this kind of aloofness as an excuse. That's right. I'm throwing myself under the bus because who better to uh, skewer over this kind of fire of, uh, you know, creating something in myself. So be dependable. If you make plans with someone, follow through, especially if you make plans with yourself. You know, one of the things, dependability starts with you. It starts with how you say things. It starts with how you show up for yourself. And that level of responsibility is how you build trust. Because if you can't trust yourself to show up for yourself, I mean, you're falling short already. You're, at, you're, 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 you're literally falling short before you even like start to sync up with somebody. So healthy relationships provide trust, and trust provides trustworthiness. And dependability, consistency is going to be one of the, the main um, parts. It's going to be the glue that holds things together. Um, also, too, uh, this goes out to all my Scorpios. <laughs> I'm not trying to throw you under the bus, but fighting fair. We're all going to have fights. We're all going to have conflict, right? We're all going to have disagreements. 
but it doesn't mean that you are trying to, to, to stab the person in the back. It doesn't mean that you want to destroy the person. If somebody breaks your heart, it doesn't mean that you want them to be broken. I mean, it really means that you, 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 get, you, you gave in to the ability to love. Maybe you weren't looking out. But at the same time, everybody's alive. Everybody's an adult. And, you know, then you have this disagreement. But for you to become this adversary where you're not fighting fair, right? That's why it's good to cool down before you talk about certain points because your conversation is going to be a lot more productive when you have your emotions cooled down a little bit. And you know, like, do I really feel this way or is this a trigger that's tied to something else, to another time with another person? And the use of I statements, right? Share how you feel and what you want without assigning blame, right? When you don't call me, I start to feel like you don't care about me versus you never call me when you're away because that's blame. Let them know how you feel. Let them know how it's feeling for yourself so that it doesn't threaten or feel threatening to the other person. I know it's difficult, but see, but that's why you had the cooling down period before you actually, you kind of start talking because... Otherwise, you won't know what you want to say. You won't have a good, clear intention. And then you could be talking out of trauma. Be clear and be specific when you speak to people about anything, right? Trying to like factually describe a behavior that you're upset with, avoiding criticism and judgment. Attack the problem, not the person. We should put that on a, on a slogan. Attack the problem, not the person. If anybody wants to make that a meme, DM me on that meme and I'll post it on IG. So focus on current issues, focus on the current thing. Like you're not, you did, you know, I really am bothered when the trash doesn't get out and I am depending upon you to take it out. Can you help me with this? So keep it, the language clear and specific. Attack the problem, not the person. Focus on the current issue. The conversation is likely to get bogged down if you pile on all these things that bother you, right? If you start bringing out skeletons from the closet and start shaking them around, you're going to distract people from actually what you're wanting to discuss. So using the terms like always and never, that's luggage language, right? You always, you never, that's luggage language because you're basically saying you're a huge disappointment. It didn't work. It doesn't work. Let's stick to the specifics, right? Let's stick to the facts. Let's stick to the accident, the incident, and then take responsibility for your mistakes. What mistakes have you made along the way, right? Like, um, I was coaching two people, both were, they were trying to have a relationship and they both were very flirty. They both actually entertained a lot of, um, attraction from either, either sex. And, uh, then they would get mad at each other because they felt like they were being, um, not, not prioritized. And now I was like, yeah, but both of you guys, I mean, you're on Instagram with like this and you're on Facebook like this and you guys are like flirting all the time. You're never really settled down. What are you guys so worried about? Everything lines up. Everything is actually a product of what you're putting out there. So then that brought him back to a little bit of reality, right? And then just take responsibility for your mistakes. Apologize if you've done something wrong. It goes a long way towards setting things right. Recognize some problems are not easily solved, right? Not all of things are going to be like a two-hour movie where you're going to get it tidied up in two hours. A lot of things take a long while, and if you are not wanting to um, resolve this effectively, right? You're different people. You got different beliefs, values, and habits. 
different personalities, and you want to align these things up, well, communication is going to go a long way toward helping you understand and address the concerns. But the biggest concern is, is that not all of these things are going to get solved. Some things are so duped, so, so uh, you feel duped, but they're so deeply rooted that how are you going to change these things overnight? It's going to take a long time. Like an alcoholic, they go day by day by day. They don't think, well, I need to be sober for a year. No, they, they, I need to be sober today. So some of these traumas that we're trying to tackle and we're trying to solve these traumas vicariously while we're trying to make this relationship work and we pile all, it's like a dog pile, right? We put so much pressure on something. Be affirming as well. According to um, uh, this researcher, John Gottman, happy couples have a ratio of 5% positive interactions or feelings for every one negative interaction or feeling. Express warmth and affection. So for every negative find five positives, right? And that will help you tap into that extra energy that will mean that it brings confidence and clarity and you're not being judgmental. And then just like yourself, balanced body, mind, soul, you got to bring that to the same place, right? Other people are, they think of it like this, right? So you can be self-sustaining with happiness and, and making money and being happy, doing all these things. You can self-sustain that. However, part of this balance is, is that you've placed other people in positions that help satisfy your life. But they can't meet every need, right? So find out what about them or you lines up to make things exciting and appreciate that. Everybody has a positive. Everybody has a strength. Everybody's going to kind of fill a space, but not all the space. So if you're finding yourself not fully satisfied with your partner or something going on like family member, add some stuff that put other people into play, put your interest into play, balance your life out. Don't just keep it balled up around one person and, and you're dependent upon them to do everything for you, to make everything happen for you. And remember that this is a process. It might look like everybody is confident and connected on Instagram, but remember, that's probably mostly fake. Most people, they're fighting and trying to fit in, and they are hard, having a hard time getting along, right? Most people have insecurities. Most people are trying to overcome things. I mean, I teach people. I've got love books. I've coached thousands of people, and I still have a tough time keeping my shit together. Let that be a lesson, Right? It's easy to talk, it's easy to teach, it's easy to direct traffic, but to be sitting at the red light waiting to go is a lot different. There's a lot of different, there's a lot more responsibility when it's all about you, right? Because your own triggers and your own traumas, well, they're very deeply placed. And a lot of times they don't bubble up till you get that interaction and then suddenly you're like, holy shit, that's what it is. And then the most important part of this relationship's and being um, consistent in a relationship and having a healthy interaction with anyone that you meet is to be yourself. Now, being yourself doesn't mean you need someone to see you as a particular thing or to address you a particular way. Being yourself is being authentic. When you're authentically you, then people aren't going to get confused. You're offering them who you are. Now, obviously, we're all a little bit in a quest of trying to understand our own authenticity. We're all kind of stretching our legs, looking for our deeper identities. 
I mean, we're at the dawning of a new age. We're learning a lot as we go along. So don't put so much pressure. You're going to change. You're going to develop new things. You're going to heal old things. You're going to... F- <laughs> You're going to fall a little bit. You're going to scrape a knee here and there. But you're also going to succeed. You're also going to have some successes. You're going to have some celebrations. You're going to have some great times and some rough times. But bring yourself to every single thing that you do, right? Just And if, if, that's, if you're being authentic and you fail, or if there's a part of you that still doesn't show up with that authenticity yet, maybe you're... Maybe spiritually you're authentically being yourself and then physically you're not being yourself and you're holding some stuff back or you know, you've, you, maybe you're not completely balanced across the board in your self-identity. Now that can be dangerous in the sense of, yeah, you can get hurt or people can get hurt or you can slow down your actual love gauge from going higher. But think about this. It's like if, you have, if you're overweight and you suddenly think you're going to be in shape. It's not going to happen, but you're getting yourself together. You're showing up, you're going to the gym, you're being active, you're focusing on your food, you're trying to do the right thing. But if you slip and you have a slice of cheesecake one night, it doesn't mean that that your identity has just dissolved. No, you're still trying to find a fit, healthy you. You're still being that person, but because you slip and fall and because you have like, you're dealing with these deeper addictions that are based on trauma or based on certain things that make you feel insecure. We've got to learn to operate with grace, with ourselves, with others. It's very important, especially right now, because nobody, nobody is perfect. Everybody is operating from a space where it's tough, where it's hard to see yourself. It's hard to find people that you love. It's hard to be loved. Being loved is difficult. Loving someone is difficult. But do you really know that? I mean, being loved isn't easy because that's a lot of responsibility, especially if you're just learning about yourself, if you're getting your wind, getting your legs, you're just awakening, you're finding your consciousness. Because you're still going to have patterns that you're going to have to learn and break and, and move forward. Um, like maybe you're a sex addict, you still have sex and you're having and you're trying to be like this. Maybe you're trying to be uh, a super mom, but you're still like, you, you like the boys and you're still, you know, kind of a little risque when it comes to that, but you're still trying to be super mom and you show up at school and then somebody says, oh, well, I saw you at the bar. And then, but don't let that necessarily break you because I used to, there was this man that I knew and, you know, in a religious state, I grew up in a church setting and he used to say as his testimony, he was an alcoholic. So he used to say, I used to go to bed and drink Jack. And then I got the Bible. So I'd take me and Jack and the Bible would go back to the bedroom. And then he said, one day I left Jack on the table and I just took the Bible. So I I left, it was just me and Jesus and we left Jack out. So there is a transitionary period. Don't punish yourself. We're all going through it. This is important. It's not a license to, to let loose, but... If you have remorse and you know, hey, I'm trying to do it, I don't, I slipped up, you could slip up 10 times, 11 times, 12 times, whatever it is, but as long as you are trying, right, your sincerity is there, you are caring, you are compassionate, you're hitting the marks in other areas, you're learning as you go, you're learning as you grow. Give yourself a pat on the back, give yourself some space. 
And if this is family, man, family is the fountain of youth in a sense because you can be yourself, you can be your truth. They know who you are explicitly. So there's no playing, there's no games, but at the same time, there's a lot less grace. There's a lot less giving in the family because the expectations are such that they've seen so much of you. It's hard for you to grow because they don't accept something different because they only see you as something, right? So it's a process. Don't punish yourself. Make this, make this a path of love. Make this a path of awareness and awakening. And this is our show for today. I hope you enjoyed it. It's a little personal, I know. It's a lot of pressure sometimes. If you've been hurt, forgive. That's the magic. If you've hurt someone, you're going to have to let that go. Forgive yourself and then send an apology through the ether, through your soul. Use your telepathic connection. Use your soul language to say, I'm sorry, or to say, you know what? Hey, I forgive you. And then move forward. You don't need closure from someone to call the ball, right? We're going for spiritual closure these days. So everybody, I will see you soon as we continue the quest into being our best. This is Ryan Keyes with Spirituality of the Spin. Have a beautiful, beautiful afternoon. And that is the close of our show. Stay tuned for another episode of Spirituality with a Spin. I'm your host, Ryan Keyes. Thank you for joining us. And if you'd like to continue the talk, you can follow us on Patreon, Spotify, or YouTube. Or you can even go to Instagram. You will find the links in the bio down below. Or just go to Instagram, Ryan Keys to Life. Thank you for being here and being part of this talk where we are shifting our reality right now. This is definitely a common sense approach that some people aren't taking to consciousness, but that's the only way to clarity. Thank you. Bless you. And I will be back again with Spirituality with a Spin.